Welcome to our show. It is the first one you haven't missed anything yet. In fact, if there was ever a better place to get started, I don't know where it is because this is number one. You are at the first episode of the 501 Companion Podcast, where we will explore 501c3 and all of the different things that go into them. We will increase your knowledge while we're increasing our knowledge. What's great about it is we're on a learning journey ourselves. I'm going to introduce you to my co-host. We'll tell you a little bit about ourselves, and we'll get started with the 501 Companion Podcast. Hit the music. And we're back. Guys, I am so excited. This is episode one. First, let's just say I couldn't be more excited to have you guys as part of this podcast. You are the most informed and interesting guys I know, and we had to do this. So let's just get started. My name is Buddy Scalera, and I am a content strategist. Uh, I love technology, but I'm also passionate about charities and giving back, uh, which is why I felt like we had to just work together with a guy who's already laid the groundwork uh, for great discovery and data and information. Nick, give yourself an introduction. Hey, everybody. I'm Nick. Uh, Nick Roof, as Buddy mentioned. Thanks, Buddy. Great intro. Uh, I am more or less a, uh, a web technology guy, a programmer, if, 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 you, if you want to say that. Uh, I've never really considered myself an official programmer, but I guess I am. Um, I built the we definitely are. <laughs> I built the 501c3 lookup website. Uh, I guess it was around 2012, 2013, in order to try and... Uh, promote a 501c3 organization I was working with. And I, I went to the uh, IRS website and saw that it wasn't very you know, good as far as trying to search and find information on 501c3s. So I was trying to help an organization organization I was working with. And that's kind of the, you know, where, where this, you know, the start of this whole thing uh, happened. So I, I basically pulled that data together and, and built a website to help 501c3. Well, Nick, we are super excited because the information you've been collecting has been instrumental in helping us to learn more about 503Cs and, and, and where they can go and what kinds there are. But before we go too far down that rabbit hole, I also want to introduce Matt. Matt, tell us a little bit about yourself and your interest in 503Cs. So, hey, buddy. Uh, my name is Matt Balo, and my background, like uh, most of us here, is technology. So, you know, I've had a career in marketing and marketing technology with a master's degree in marketing and entrepreneurship. And as part of that entrepreneurship, I've worked with a lot of small businesses and a lot of them are charities. And what I have found, especially during this time of COVID, you know, we're recording virtual here, but what I have found is the small businesses are the ones who need the help the most. You know, professionally, we're always offering our services to larger organizations who can afford them. But these 501c3s are started by people who really want to do good in the world. They want to do something that they're passionate about. And surprise, most of the time, that's not marketing or technology. So, you know, they find themselves in a situation where they're looking to do something, looking to accomplish something, but they're stifled by the ability to raise money or raise awareness, or if it's some kind of an event, get people and invites out there or whatever it is, get even something like a website or start email. Um, you know, there's a lot of help that I believe we can bring because as, if you look at the stats, the top ch largest charities 
are really funneling in most of those donations. Why? Because they have marketing, they have technology, they have departments and teams and full-time people dedicated to doing this. So I'm here because I want to help everybody else. The other couple million charities out there who are looking to do good in the world. Oh, that's, that's great, Matt. And Matt, I really, I, I think for our listening audience, um, you have been the rocket fuel behind us getting this podcast started. And I think we uh, collectively um, have gotten to a point where we, we, we're afraid that we, we don't know enough, right? We're always, oh, well, you have to learn more. So we do more reading and research. Uh, but I think at a certain point, you threw down the gauntlet for us and said, look, let's just go on a learning journey. So I think part of what we're going to be doing now is to say, we are going to be learning and the people who join us on this learning journey will learn with us. Some of the people will be ahead of us and know more than us. And some of the people will be learning along with us. But ultimately we go into this with humility and, and passion and just curiosity. Um, and yeah. I, think that that's a, I think that's instrumental and people who are willing to go for that journey with us for these short episodes will find this to be very fulfilling. Yeah, and I couldn't agree more. I mean, I, you hear it said all the time. My, my father actually just wrote a book. I don't have it here, but he ran a marathon at 67, wrote a book called Marathon at 67. And he'll tell you the hardest part is getting to the starting line, right? And, and, and it's the same thing in everything. It's the same thing with charities. They've done the hard work. They've started a charity. They've, they've, they're doing some good in the world. And the hardest part is attempting something to try something. And, you know, I think you, I, Nick, we're kind of this... We like to start. We'll try. Don't mind failing. Let's move it forward. Try again. Keep going. And from that, we've gained a lot of knowledge and we can pass that on to people and help them avoid some of our pitfalls and learn from some of our successes. Yeah. And that's what makes it interesting and, and real. Um, you know, speaking of real, I, you know, I, I, I really have to get used to saying 501c3 because I keep calling it all it's different things. So, so we don't confuse people. Charitable Nick. organization. <laughs> Nonprofit. Can you just tell us a little bit about what a 501c3 designation is? What, is it, what does it mean and how do we wrap our heads around what that is? Well, a 501c3s were started by the, the U.S. government to basically, I guess, uh, formalize or, or get, you know, bring some legitimacy to organizations that want to raise money and can be exempt from federal taxes. So they've basically segmented out, you know, or they're, you know, Provided you fill out the proper paperwork, you can, uh, if you're, let's say, a church or a community organization, think of Little League, think of, you know, any, anything like that, or raising, uh, you know, raising funds for any kind of charitable event, be it a religious organization or a community organization. Um, and there are different types of codes that you can look up and you could, your organization could qualify you as a, as a nonprofit a lot of paperwork goes into it, but basically that's what it is. It's the government saying that your organization is an approved uh, a nonprofit where you can uh, uh, not be responsible for federal taxes, federal tax uh, collection. So, so as far as the charity or, or uh, on the opposite side of that is if people want to donate to your charity, they can also get a tax deduction. So that's the other side of it. So uh, you're not responsible to pay federal taxes, but people who contribute to your charity, if you're a 501c3, uh, can you know, get a deduction, basically, for, for you know, doing, doing the right thing and, and contributing. So that's what that is. Well, that's a, that's a great explanation. And I think that when we, you know, when we hear this, it can get very scary and dense, right? It sounds like there, you know, there's a lot of legal 
jargon that goes into it. And yet when, Matt, when you think about charities, you, 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 you don't even say 501c3, like you go right to charities. Tell me what we will be exploring in the next couple of episodes and how we will be unpacking what these charities are doing and perhaps who we were thinking of interviewing and how we might approach that. Yeah, I mean, you know, 501c3 is a designation, right? And so when you really start to dive into it, there's other designations, maybe a limited liability company, it may be an S-corp, right? So the, the designation 501c3 for me, I think is important because that's your, lim your, your, your um, you know, tax exempt status, right? That's really what that is. But there's, a there's lots and lots. And as we get into this, and if you actually look at the website that Nick started up, 501c3lookup.org, you can filter and see that there's actually a ton of different types of charities, right? There's religious charities, there's sports charities, there's all sorts of fundraisers, support, schools, education, right? There's, there's Tons of them, and they're all, they're, they all have these codes. This is part of the brilliance of what Nick did, is he took all that and he de de demystified it. You know, he made it searchable and, and he made something that people can use. And that's why we looked at it and we said, hey, this is a lot of great information. There's a lot of information that we've since added to going on. And then we also said, you know what? Turns out there's a lot going on in, the, in this organizational world, right? And we, it, you, you don't realize it at first. You think, oh, I'm going to do some charitable work or I get eight hours off from work if I, if I do charity. And you think something like a church or a soup kitchen, right? But there's tons of them out there, okay? You know, I served for a, a um, soccer club, right? It was, a, it was a 501c3 not-for-profit organization, soccer club, town soccer league. I was a coach, there's a board, right? That's a charitable organization looking to get young kids out there being athletic, playing soccer and keep them athletic through things, lots of training, lots of education, lots of fun, right? That's an example. You know, there's other ones for health and wellness, cancer. My aunt runs another charity for, for women with cancer called Lynn's Linens, right? There's, there's a ton of them out there and they do a lot of different things. So to your question, who are we going to talk to? We're going to talk to everybody. They're doing all sorts of different things. We're going to hear wonderful stories and it's going to some will be heartbreaking, but they will all be inspirational, right? And we're going to find these things and we're going to help them. And that's what I want to talk about. We'll have subject matter experts on here talking about um, the technology, search, websites, emails, marketing, Pinterest, Twitter, social media, all these things that people have questioned on. And we'll have, you know, people in there telling their stories. What do they need? What, what would help them? get to the next level. So, you know, I'm looking forward to it. I think we're gonna to talk to a lot of people, learn a lot, teach a lot, hear a lot of great stories. And Matt, I think, um, I think what you said um, uh, begs a little bit of elaboration. I mean, we are just getting started. Um, we will be looking to speak to um, charitable organizations, people who volunteer, people who lead them. Mm -hmm. um, and, and we just, we're here to learn about them. I'm, um, I was on a charity board for cancer for many years, right. and um, you know we would focus on how do we take charitable donations and make sure that they get the the greatest return uh, for people who were suffering from cancer. Um, I am a passionate uh, comic book reader, and I was excited to find that there are charities around comic books and literacy and legal defense funds. 
And I think that if we spend a little bit of time with this audience learning where these are, if you are indeed part of a uh, 501c3 charity, uh, or you are um, interested in donating, uh, come with us or share your story with us. And we'll try to unpack that a little bit. But, you know, you mentioned Nick's website. You know, Nick, you've been collecting data and, you know, this website, it, it's, it's free. People can go to it. It's not like you're, you know, we're, we're doing anything uh, where we're charging a subscription or anything. But you are our expert on 501c3. Can you just give us a little bit of information about a few interesting statistics or, or tidbits of knowledge that, that you gleaned uh, running this website? I, I can. I mean, I, one of the things I thought was interesting and, in, you know, thinking about this uh, as we, you know, as we were preparing to be on, on the webcast, uh, the podcast, was how many there are, how many charitable organizations are out, the, the, uh, the federal government recognizes. And I think when I started back in 2012, it was probably maybe 1.3 million. And I think over the, you know, and you have to remember that some of these uh, charities come and go. Some of them, you know, don't, maybe they're intended to be short term uh, and, you know, they're, they're no longer in existence. But over this uh, six or so years that I've been doing it, we're almost at 2 million now. It's at 1.75. So it's grown, you know, as some have fallen off, many more have come on. And now we're almost, you know, it should be at 2 million you know, at some point soon. Did you say uh, 2 million? 2 million 501c3 organizations. That's a, that's a lot of, that that's is a lot, lot of organizations. Companies. Yep. And, um, you know, some, some of the interesting things, uh, I probably make sense, you know, California being the largest uh, state in our country has the most 501c3 uh, organizations within it, followed by, and I don't know if I have this in exact order, but it's New York, Texas, Florida, you know, who you would expect mm -hmm. uh, to have the most organizations. But, um, you know, the site itself takes data from the IRS. So the federal government publishes their data and has been doing so for many years. So what we do is take that public data. And, you know, again, I said the IRS didn't do a great job, in, which is you know, kind of one of the reasons I started the site. And I basically took that data and massaged it so that you could go somewhere and do a search by either a keyword or a name and, you know, be able to find something a little, a little bit easier. So, for example, if you want to find all religious organizations or all comic organizations, I want to find uh, all comic organizations. Yeah, I mean, you That's could find something that might be related to publishing because it it uses uh, uh, NTEE codes. That's uh, you know a government uh, coding system for the different types of uh, organizations. Sports, Matt mentioned. Uh, music is another thing. Uh, I'm sure there's something for publishing, buddy, but I don't know the, the number right off the bat. But so there's there's ways you can go, you know, you can use the 501c3 lookup site um, to find and drill down on what you're looking for. You can also do geographically and you can combine it. Um, so you can look for, give me everything in New York or give me everything in a zip code. Um, and I want to, or from nearby. So let me find something in my town. Nick, what, um, Nick, I'm sorry, Matt, mm -hmm. uh, Nick had talked a little bit about some of the types of charities um, that he found. What are some of the charities that were of interest to you? You mentioned athletics. What else? For me? Yeah. Oh, I mean, <laughs> all over the place, right? I mean, the, the athletics for, for me is one because it's just something I can directly contribute to, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that that's one of the reasons I like it, but 
you, you think about something, the religious side of things, you know, your, there would be your church. Um, you have community fairs can be um, events, veteran affairs, right? Could be, um, could be charities. Um, you can art and culture. Uh, I think these are really, you know, interesting areas. I know personally, I know people that are a lot in the healthcare area, right? Because we industry we're both in, but you know, people who help people who have um, a certain maybe cancer or something like that. Um, hospitals themselves or health clinics could be. Um, all, all, all these things I think are very interesting, but what I find fascinating about them all is they're all doing good in their own way. This is something that people are passionate about. And what I'm passionate about is passionate people. <laughs> you know, so like I can get on board. And, and so for me, like I've really enjoyed over the years, um, you know, being part of the Lenape Valley Soccer Club, you know, as a charitable organization and the work that we've done with kids and the games and the trips and the fundraisers and the fun and the training and the education and health aspects of it, I think have been, you know, fantastic. But, you know, I also work with people like Matt, you know, we, we, we both know Matt who, who runs uh, Charity Navigator, right? And, uh, you know, his charity helps people find other charities <laughs> you know well, yeah and one of the things that was surprising to me was as we were starting to do research for this was the the wide range of charities so um you noted health so you know i think all three of us are passionate about health and then for me anything that had to do with the arts i was yep. i was very interested that there were charities around film again charities around comic books and and some of them are for legal defense if you if you can imagine people get sued in the arts uh some of it is for yeah. grants for people to share their vision their voice and these are the kinds of charities that if people knew more about them might be willing to use some of their extra money that they're getting to help someone else out and if we can help shed some light on those and learn a little bit more about those organizations, it might help shine a spotlight um, and also help people to understand how that they can get involved because you don't always have to start your own charity. You can just be a contributor or a volunteer, right? Yeah, yeah, you know, and we, uh, we volunteer in our own way. So, you know, for instance, my father decided to put on a fundraiser for Veterans Affairs um, where he, made a 5k and, and a one mile walk and a fun run. And, you know, my contribution to that and as well as helping them administrate it and registration and run everything through you know, the, the whole time was also in donating um, awareness through a Facebook campaign, you know, which I paid for and set up and ran and everything like that to you know, help getting people in the door. I thought, look, I can give cash, but that's only cash. But if I, if I could give more people coming in, and spreading the word about the event, you know, that's how I can contribute. So there's lots of ways that people can contribute. And, and that's, you know, like I said, my aunt runs Linens Linens. She contributes, she's an interior designer. She contributes by building healing sanctuaries for women with cancer, right? So whatever your skill, <laughs> you, you could find a way. And, and I'd like to just note, because, you know, we, we did promise to keep this relatively short, uh, especially for our first episode. Uh, I'd like to just note that, look at what Nick has done. You know, Nick identifies himself as a technologist, as a coder, and here he just took this opportunity to utilize his time to shed a light on 
charities and help people to increase yeah. understanding and really uh, as far as you and I are concerned, really opened our awareness to the types of charities that are out there and then how we can play a role uh, and go on this journey with Nick. So Nick, thanks so much for, uh, for leading that and helping us to uh, see the opportunity to help out charities uh, as technologists and just regular people. Yeah, it was my pleasure. I mean, I was happy to do it. I, it was, you know, mother is the, uh, uh, what is it, what is it, Matt? Necessity. So there you go. You know, and I needed it. I needed it for a nonprofit that I was trying to help. And that's why I did it. And I thought that it could help others. So it's yeah. been running for many years. You know, it, it, it doesn't quite make, make, make a profit. It doesn't quite break even itself, but it's True not for profit, Nick. Huh? <laughs> so it's there and one of the things i like about it too and again we could we're always looking to improve is you can sort by uh you know how much how big a, uh, how much revenue a nonprofit makes so if you really want to help out a small guy uh you can see those that are either you know are, are taking in a lot of money not that that's a, a bad thing you know if they're if they're doing a good job of raising money lots of times these these bigger organizations donate to smaller organizations so smaller organizations reach out to these larger ones and, and get funded that way. So I don't want to knock, knock the big guys either. But, uh, you know, it was kind of meant to help the little guys, the people that were starting. Well, Nick, we're excited and we're proud to have you with us here on the podcast as a founding member. And uh, as we move forward, we'll be looking to you to drop some truth on us once in a while and uh, impress us with some statistic that only you could mine out of that uh, I'll awesome give, website. I'll, I'll donate the Yogi Berra-isms. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure you will. Um, hey, listen, Matt, um, we're just getting started. And I have to imagine that people are going to need to find this podcast somewhere. Where can they find it? How can they subscribe? So I'm working with Nick on that right now. We're actually going to house it on the 501c3lookup.org website. It will have its own area called 501 Companion. Um, where you will find this uh, in several convenient formats. We will also have it available as the podcast on Apple and several other um, podcast networks um, and video up on YouTube. That's terrific. And I'm, I'm excited for that. And thank you again, Nick, for, uh, for bringing us into your website uh, ecosystem. Uh, speaking of Nick, Nick, where can they find you? You. Nick Rufa. Um, yeah, I'm Nick, uh, Nick underscore Rufa at twitter.com. I don't post all that much, but, uh, but I am there. I am there. And that's probably you, it. Up. That's it? That, just the Twitter? Uh, that is it. I have a Facebook page. I'm not on it all that much. Mostly looking, looking at pictures of the, the nephews and nieces, but uh, <laughs> Twitter is the, the one where I'll, I'll post occasionally. It looks like we're almost out of time. Matt, where can, uh, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at my website, MatthewBalo.com, or you can find me on Twitter at, at MBalo.com, B-A-L-O-G-H. Is that you and Bailey? <laughs> Thanks, guys. My name is Buddy Scalera. You can find me at BuddyScalera.com, Twitter at Buddy Scalera. And thank you all for joining us. And please be patient as we go through this learning journey. We hope that you find this interesting and stimulating and keep on giving. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye now. Thanks. Bye.